Thanks for downloading or purchasing this sermon from Christchurch Forward. To find out more, visit forwardchurch.co.uk or join us on Sundays. Matthew 2 verses 1 to 12. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he'd, called, when he'd called together all of the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where this Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means the least in, amongst the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star that they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star... They were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their gifts of treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Well, it's December 1st, which means that all around us there's a sound of popping advent calendars as we begin counting down towards Christmas, 24 days to go until the big day. And um, I wonder, as we begin, uh, what are we most excited about over the next three or four weeks? I've got some ideas here on the screen behind me. Maybe for some of us, it's the thought of school being closed and having two weeks of uh, summer holiday to chill out and relax. Uh, Maybe for others of us, it's the thought of getting presents in uh, three and a half weeks' time on Christmas Day. That's very exciting. And maybe for others, it's um, Christmas dinner and the Brussels sprouts began to really tuck into a, a once-a-year treat. Um, or, or maybe for some of us, we're clinging on to the hope that there is a beyond Christmas. January will come and we'll survive Christmas and we can't wait until that day. Maybe that's true for some of us here this morning. Now, look, I, I love Christmas. I'm, I'm very excited about this time of year. But it is very easy to miss the best thing about Christmas And this morning, Matthew is going to show us that there is something about Christmas that should make us massively joyful, far more joyful than anything else at Christmas time. And it all starts with these magi in Matthew chapter 2. Did you notice them in our reading? Look at verse 1 of Matthew chapter 2. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. Now, what on earth is going on with these Magi? They seem very mysterious and strange. Well, the good news is that this morning we have in our midst a world-famous expert in all things Christmassy. Um, Her name is Carol. Carol Service, and uh, she's been willing to join us just this morning to help us understand these uh, magi. Carol, uh, good to see you. Thanks for coming along. Now, look, these magi, 
Is it true that they were um, famous ancient kings? No. No? No. No. Um, the, the Christmas carol goes, um, we three kings of Orient are... Dun, 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 dun. Um, well, at least there were three of them, right? Oh, no. Oh. Uh, camels? Deary me, no. Do we know anything about the Magi? Well, we know that actually the English word for magic comes from the word magi. So we know that these three, or except there wasn't three, but that's what we think, special men were magicians, as in abracadabra, wizards, like Dumbledore in Harry Potter, except it was a true story. And they were real. And the other thing they did was they looked at the stars. And they tried to work out life and what it meant by looking at the stars. Brilliant. This is helpful. So now we're getting somewhere. So the Magi look up at the stars. What do the stars tell them? Well, somehow, and we don't know how, but we know that God specially moved the stars in the sky. Can you believe it? God moved the stars. And he told them that this special star was a sign that it was God's king had been born. Isn't that amazing? That God moved the stars, and they knew. That is amazing. Um, Carol, um, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to stop there. I'm worried that if we went a bit further, you'd tell us that, um, I don't know, the the baby Jesus didn't actually cry in the manger, that kind of thing. um, Of course he did. Anyway, that's enough. Anyway, um, round of applause for for Carol's service. Well, Carol, it was helpful, I think, to clarify the Magi. Um, the stars up in the sky showed them that God's true king had arrived, the baby Jesus. And um, to help us remember that, I'm going to try something different today. I hope this works. It worked earlier on. I'm going to use emojis. The mysterious world of emojis. Some of you will know what I'm talking about. Here's an emoji. Um, here is a picture of a crown. Uh, the youth amongst us send texts with emojis. But here we are. Here's a picture. And the point of this crown is to show us that God's true King Jesus has arrived in the world. The stars show us that. So I'm going to put it up here where everyone can see it, hopefully. There we are. It's working wonderfully. And it wasn't just the stars in the sky that told us about the arrival of God's King. It was the scriptures as well. King Herod uh, hears about the Magi, and he asks his own ex- experts about um, what they know regarding the arrival of God's true king, and they tell him, look at verse five. The experts say, where will the Christ arrive? Well, verse five, it'll be in Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. And they go on to quote an ancient prophet from Micah 700 years before. And so not just the stars in the sky, it's the scriptures too telling us that the baby born in Bethlehem is God's true king who has come to the world. And that is why the Magi give such bizarre gifts. I've been doing some research this week. I've, I looked at the, um, the toy store Hamleys, and they published a gift list that they think will be most popular this year. And can anyone guess what the number one gift will be this year for young children, according to Hamleys? Any, any ideas? Parents looking a bit nervous now. They have no idea what to buy the children for Christmas this year. Well, okay, fear not. Here is the most um, popular gift this year, according to um, Hamleys. It is Scruffalove, the rescue pet. 
It arrives all scruffy and sad and forlorn and you open it and you care for it and love it and feed it and pet it and it, it comes alive and it, it's very happy. There you are, scruff of love, pet. Parents, some free advice um, from us to you to help you this Christmas. Um, no need to thank us afterwards. Scruff of love, pets, and everyone's stocking. What about the Magi? There's no scruff of love, pets in sight. When they bring their gifts to Jesus, they bring gold, and they bring frankincense, which is a, a smelly, gooey stuff, um, sap that comes out of trees, and it smells. Um, there's also myrrh. It's also a smelly, gooey gum that comes out of trees. It's a very odd thing for people to give to a child as a birthday present, but it's a perfect presence to give to a king. They are presents fit for a king. And the Magi understand the stars in the sky and the scriptures that God's king has arrived in the world, and they give just the right presence fit for God's king. I wonder, what about us here this morning? Do we know that God's true king has indeed come into the world? As much as we might love her, our queen is not the ruler over the whole world and the universe, uh, nor is it Boris Johnson or Jeremy Corbyn or any other politician And nor is it ourselves. We are not the king or queen of our world. No, God has sent his one true king into the world, and it is the baby Jesus. And we can be absolutely sure, because 2,000 years ago, God moved the stars in the sky, and he fulfilled the ancient scriptures. Well, how should we respond to the news that God's king has arrived? Well, look at the Magi. Look at verse 10. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. That's more emoji time. We had a bit of a discussion as a staff team this week about how you best describe joy with an emoji. And I got it wrong. Here's what the trainees told me is the right emoji for joy. I don't know if you like it or not, but there it is. That's what the trainees thought. Someone with a big smiley face with a party hat and a, a, a buzzer, whatever it is. Um, that's meant to symbolize the, uh, the Magi's joy at the news that God's king has arrived. Just work with me here. There we are. There's the Magi, all overjoyed. Now, um, I, uh, when I was growing up, I used to write Christmas lists. Very wise thing to do if you want to get particular presents. And um, my Christmas lists were, I think, kind of fairly normal. I used to ask for things like Lego and um, model cars and uh, more Lego. And um, just occasionally, I would go for what I call the long shot present. You know what I mean. It's the present you know you'll never get. Um, it's the kind of present when you daydream and think, oh, what if, you know, I, was, I had you know, all the money in the world, what kind of present would I buy? And you, you kind of put down the, the kind of long shot gift that you know you just won't get, but you think, well, I'm going to ask anyway, just in case. Uh, my sister used to ask for a pony for quite a few years, and um, she never got one. I, um, I used to ask for a car. I, I don't mean a model car. I mean a proper road car. Um, which is funny for a six-year-old, but um, <laughs> my, my dad's car, the way it worked, I had to sit in the back seat facing backwards, and I hated it. So I wanted to get a new car that he could drive with me facing forward, but it, it never happened that way, and um, the long shot presents. Well, just imagine this coming Christmas. You've had a wonderful day, you've been opening presents, and you've got some absolutely wonderful presents. You're thrilled to bits with them, and you're, you're just collecting up the, uh, the wrapping paper, and you're tidying things away. And you, 
you notice that just behind the back of the Christmas tree, there, there's one more present that you hadn't noticed. In fact, it's a really quite a big one, and you do a kind of commando crawl underneath the tree, and you get around the back, and you, you check the label, and it's got your name on it. So you, uh, you start to tug this huge present out from behind the tree. You need some help, and you get out to the front of the room, and you start to open it. It, it, couldn't, it couldn't be, could it? You, you open more of it, and it looks more and more like it, and you, you unwrap the whole thing, and, and it is the long shot present that you never thought would come, that you dreamed about, but thought it's ridiculous to think it'd ever be there in front of you. There, there it is, it's, it's happened. How would you feel? You'd be overjoyed. You'd be skipping and dancing and running around the house, shouting and screaming, I've got the present, I've got it. And 2,000 years ago, the Magi realized that they have received the ultimate long-shot present. They look at the baby Jesus, and they are overjoyed, overwhelmed with joy because God's king has come into the world. He's the king who's come to bring his people peace and protection. He's come to bring us forgiveness of sins and a certain future. He's come um, to... Um, bring us justice and joy. He's come to put this difficult world to rights. He's come to put all the wrong things right and the good things he's come to bring for us. And he promises us a certain future in the new world where there'll be no more hard things, no more sad things, all because this king has arrived. He is the ultimate long shot present. God's king has arrived in the world. And for us this Christmas, when we realize that that is what God has done in sending his son Jesus then we, like the Magi, should be overwhelmed with joy. Nothing compares to this gift. But notice also in our reading, verse 11, when the Magi come and see the child, they bowed down and worshipped him. It's more emoji time. Here's my best attempt to summarize bowing down and worshipping. I think it kind of works. There's my emoji of bowing down. That's what the Magi did. Because this baby born in Bethlehem is the kind of king that you, you, you can't ignore. He's the kind of king you can't take lightly. He's the kind of king who deserves everything, all the honor, all the glory. And um, this Christmas, it's so very easy to be distracted, to lose sight that in all the fun and festivities, God's king has come and he deserves everything from us. That We should bow down before him and give him all the honor and glory. That's how we should respond, joy and worship, but it's not how everyone responds. And did you, did you notice King Herod, how he responded? Look at verse three. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and old Jerusalem with them. King Herod is shaken because he's the current king, but he's just been told that God's true king's arrived in town and he's worried he's about to lose his job. And so he's worried, but not just him, it's all of Jerusalem, that is the Jewish leaders, they're all shaken by the news. And so what do they do? Absolutely nothing. Look at verse eight. Herod sent the Magi to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. And we know that he has no intention of doing that at all. Come back next week. But you can see here in the immediate um, response from Herod is he does nothing. 
He just sends someone else to go and check out this great claim. If you like, he is shaken but not stirred by the news of Jesus. Thank you, a few of you are with me. Now look, just to get our geography clear, um, Herod's in Jerusalem and Bethlehem, where the star is saying the baby's been born, is nine kilometers away, or if in old money you prefer that, I think around six miles away. And I was trying to think through what other locations are around about nine kilometers away from us, just to help you understand the kind of geography. And it just, I discovered that Meadowhall is around about um, nine or 10 kilometers away from us this morning. So I've got a map here to show you on the screen. This is Google Maps. And if you want to go from Christchurch forward now to Meadowhall, there's your journey plan. And um, it's about 10 kilometers or so. And if you want to walk it, it takes two hours and 14 minutes, according to Google Maps, not very far at all. And the amazing thing is that every week, thousands of people can be bothered to go all the way to Meadowhall, nine, 10 kilometers, and to buy stuff, shirts, trousers, trainers, presents, gifts, things that are going to last a week, a month, maybe a term, but then wear out and they'll be gone, things that cannot give us lasting joy. But the Magi are saying to Herod, God's true king has come into the world. It's only nine kilometers away. And he can't be bothered going to check out for himself. And it's time for our final emoji This was a hard one, I think, but um, here's what I've gone for. It's the emoji of, can't be bothered, a shrug of the shoulders, too much hassle. That's how Herod responded. He couldn't be bothered going nine kilometers to see if God's true king had come into the world. And um, it's interesting that today, many people respond the same way about Jesus. Many people, they know there's something about Jesus. They, they can't write him off fully. They're intrigued by him, but, but, but not enough to do anything about it, not to properly go and investigate um, the evidence to find out if he really is God's king, to work out what's going on with baby Jesus. And so um, this Christmas, uh, one thing you could do, if that is you this morning, God doesn't promise to move the stars in the sky for us today to show us that his king has arrived. But he does promise to speak to us in the scriptures and to show us those scriptures that describe the stars being moved. I've got copies of Matthew's gospel um, at the door and the way out at the end. Um, Just a single booklet of Matthew's gospel taken from our reading this morning. And um, if you haven't ever sat down and read through a gospel from um, beginning to end, why not this December read through Matthew's accounts of this King Jesus and work out for yourself if indeed God's King has come into the world. It won't take long, but it's well worth the effort. Um, For others, maybe you want to come back to the carol services next Sunday, four and six. A great chance to, if you like, travel a little bit to investigate Jesus and find out for yourself if he really is uh, the King of the world. What are we looking forward to most this Christmas? What are we most excited by over the next three or four weeks? I hope you do have a brilliant time, lots of fun with family, lots of great food and festivities and presents. But the one gift that will bring exceeding joy, a far greater joy than any other joy, the the truly long-shot present is the news that God's true king has arrived into the world. Let me pray.
Father, we thank you so very much that you have sent your true king into the world, and we thank you that he's a kind of king who will put this world to rights, who will make all the bad things good, who will forgive us our sins, uh, who will welcome us into his new world. And uh, Father, we thank you that he is the very best present, who brings us great joy. And please help us to um, give him the honor and worship he deserves this Christmas and uh, forever. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.